Welcome, everybody. Uh, thank you for taking the time to spend some time with me and, and Gwen Higaki, uh, who is uh, the executive director of Bright Start Learning. First of all, Gwen, if you would, tell us a little bit about your life now, uh, where you live, uh, your home church, etc. Sure, sure. I, I live in Macedonia, Ohio, uh, where you live also. Uh, so you know that we're right between Akron and Cleveland. And um, I'm married. I have two grown sons and who are married and two grandsons. And I also have a 17-year-old Cambodian that lives in my home. And I mentioned that because she's been with us for three years now, getting ready to go into the fourth year. And she calls me Gigi, just like the grandsons do. So she's a very important part of our family. Well, tell us a little bit about Bright Start. Uh, Bright Start is a Christian-led humanitarian organization that provides educational assistance and opportunities, educational opportunities for very disadvantaged students in Cambodia. Bright Star has been in place since 2011, but the roots of it started in 2009 when my husband and I went on a mission trip to Cambodia with Western Reserve Church. I'm sorry, I forgot to mention that, and that's very important. I do attend Western Reserve Grace, and they had a missions program that uh, took us to Cambodia to visit two residential care homes. My heart was broken for these kids. And that first trip was like shock and awe between the uh, cultural differences in being in a Buddhist country and being just overwhelmed by children that were so happy to have us visit. Uh, but my first trip didn't end right. On my way home from Cambodia, uh, full of excitement to share with friends and family, uh, my father committed suicide. Mm. And when I arrived, I learned it immediately, and it just changed the whole end of story of that magnificent mission trip. And it left me with a broken heart, not only for the kids in Cambodia, but also within my family. And it even reached into my thinking about myself and where I was in the world, because my, my dad was my big cheerleader all through my youth and as an adult. And uh, I missed him very, very badly and really stopped to think about where I was headed in life after, after we lost him. And so one of the first things I wanted to do, though, was I wanted to go back to Cambodia. I wanted to end the trip differently. I wanted the trip to end better. So in 2010, uh, we went back um, along with our friends Mark and Judy Borland, and uh, they are also co-founders of Bright Start, uh, where the first trip was, like I said, shock and awe. I really felt that the Lord opened my eyes to issues that I didn't see the first time I was there. Uh, what I saw was not just these 40 children, but really a systemic educational problem in that country that was affecting those children, but the families and the children really nationwide. So it's a very young country. 50% uh, of their population is under the age of 20. Dropout rate in school is very high. And a lot of these kids, they can't get help from home because they are post-Khmer Rouge 
generation, grandparents and parents that don't have the education to be able to even help the children. Classrooms are overcrowded and the schools are not funded very well. A typical student-teacher ratio in a Cambodian classroom is 40, 45 to 1. So you take all that together, you're talking kids that are going to school, and you have to question how much they're getting out of it, especially with dropout rates and a national grade 12 examination that about half of them are actually passing. So, so you came back from your trip a little bit better place? Yes, yes. I, uh, I worked for First Energy Corporation, mm -hmm. and that's a very large electric utility company in the country. And I was their director of business services for the Ohio companies, uh, three utilities. Uh, so I had a very responsible job, and I was doing well, but my heart was not in it any longer. So in 2011, I gave notice that I was going to take my early retirement options from First Energy and pursue ministry in Cambodia. Wow, wow. What, what did Vern do at that time? Uh, he had left uh, First Energy also. He left in 2009 in order to consult in the uh, nuclear power industry. He's a specialist in emergency planning. So how did you get started then? We started with a, a 501c3 application with the US government to become incorporated and then to become tax exempt. Um, that's usually a two year process. So we filed our paperwork in December of 2011 and the attorney called me in February, 2012, 55 days later and said, you're not going to believe this, you're approved. You need to just forge ahead. And I tell you, I, the Lord has just been abundantly clear to me in the things that have related to Bright Start. You know, they need to develop it and that go-ahead, you know, when things cleared, that it was, let's go. So we had identified um, a man that we had wanted to have lead our teaching. His name is Sovan, and he was introduced to us by Jill and Kevin Kane, who are Encompass missionaries that were there in Cambodia and just instrumental in making some contacts for us. Uh, they introduced us to Sovan, and Sovan, in fact, had been in a moto accident just a few months before our introduction. Uh, in that accident, he lost his foot, and he lost his oldest child. He was at risk of not being able to work as a teacher any longer in any viable capacity. And so when um, Jill and Kevin introduced us, it was a godsend for both us and for him to be able to have a job. So we put Sovan with uh, 25 children that we had met uh, in the residential childcare setting that we had been introduced to in Cambodia and had him start there with those kids, teaching them the three R's uh, in their Khmer language, reading, writing, and arithmetic, primarily grades four through six. And so uh, what's it become? What, 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 are, what are you working with now? You started with almost nothing. One, one teacher and a classroom. <laughs> one teacher, one classroom, 25 kids. Uh, we are over 600 children now. Mm -hmm. And we have 25 dedicated teachers, seven staff, and we are teaching in 10 different study locations. 
Uh, our classes are free. We also don't own any buildings. Uh, our resources do not go into uh, buildings and maintenance, you know, construction. It's about kids and providing the scholarships or teachers that kids need in order to thrive and stay in school. Well, tell us a couple of stories that uh, keep you going back and have really made your efforts worthwhile. Well, there's a lot. There's a lot. Um, I really feel that in Bright Start, I've been able to have another career, basically, in leading a staff where you're not limited in the depth of that relationship. Um, I truly love my staff, Mm -hmm. and I see that in the way they are with me, and I see it in the self-initiative that's there in working with kids and families. So even though we're touching a lot of lives, there's a number of families and children that we have deep relationships with also. Um, I told you the story about Sovan and what happened with him. But uh, we also have a, a Christian girls dormitory that we're very, very happy with. Um, it, that's in addition to the 600 children that are in classrooms. Mm-hmm. So these children, um, these girls, they came to our dormitory so that they could continue their schooling that they would not be able to get in the villages they lived in. They had to move from their rural setting into the city of Batambang. And that's where most of our work is, is in Batambang, the, their second largest city. And so um, we've had one girl that started out as Christian, and the other eight were of Buddhist upbringing. And all nine of those girls are Christian now. Oh, my. And that is through the, the dedication and the mentoring by our staff, who um, that dormitory is led by a Kamai young lady in her late 20s, and she just does an excellent job with them. So we are, we are reaching uh, people like our girls in the dormitory. Uh, two of them are first college graduates, in fact, because wow. they've been with us now for five years and were able to actually finish university. There are some Sunday schools programs that you started or a Christian teaching as well? Yes, we have uh, two, two Sunday schools. Uh, one is in one of the uh, remote villages where we go out every Sunday, and somewhere between 50 to 100 kids will show up. We never know till we get there how many we're going to have. And we have Sunday school lessons there. Yeah. And then um, there's also a large YWAM center, uh, Youth with a Mission, has a large center there in Batambang, and they have a church. Um, and our kids that we take there uh, attend Sunday school, and our kids are basically the Sunday school because we bring probably about 40 in a truck, and uh, they provide the Sunday school instruction when we get our kids there. Now, you are facing some changes yourself. You've had some medical issues going on that seems to be pushing you. <laughs> and um, uh, with uh, AFib, right? My board members tease that I have a heart condition. I have a, I have a heart condition that, that brought me to Bright Start and uh, developed it. But I also, uh, yes, I have a heart arrhythmia uh, condition that, uh, in fact, flared up about uh, 10 days after I returned from Cambodia in January. 
my doctor gets a little queasy every time he hears that I'm thinking of going to Cambodia with the third world medical treatment. Yes. But like I told you, God has just been incredibly and abundantly clear in his timing and his messages to us. Um, Also through Jill and Kevin Kane back, gosh, I think it's about six years ago, six, seven years ago, they introduced us to a couple uh, Chris and Heidi Smith, who were with a Grace Brethren uh, Pickerington team that was visiting Cambodia, and the Canes were um, taking them around Battambang. And we became friends with the, with the Smiths, and they also lost their hearts to Cambodia. Uh, they just finished a year of uh, language training. They speak Khmer pretty fluently. Um, which is amazing, just amazing. And they have a small ministry called Roots of Grace that tends to uh, street people, uh, street kids and adults. And especially during this COVID time, we all just kind of stepped back and said, wait a second, you know, there's more in common between our ministries than than not. Mm-hmm. We're trying to serve these children and families. And so we put our heads together and it was absolutely clear to me that they are the ones to succeed me in building Bright Start. And we're doing it at a time where there's no rush. uh, There's no medical emergency. Everything is is stable. And so we're going to do it very methodically and with long-term growth and uh, continuing the work that God had us start. Uh, that's at the heart of our actions and having something that stays beyond us. Uh, how could we contact you or what's the best way to contact you or when? Hmm. Well, there, there's a lot of ways. Of course, email. Uh, and we also have a website and we have a, a very active Facebook page and Instagram. Right. Well, how could we be praying for you in the near future here? Yeah. You know, please pray for this transition. That's, um, Like I said, we're going to be taking it slow, but whenever you start something like this, you're introducing new people, and the chemistry of the organization um, changes. And so um, please pray that we can continue to serve the the children of Cambodia as well as we have in the past. Uh, That would be the best thing. And of course, you know, throw in a little prayer for my my health. And... um, and continued stamina to see the thing through. Yeah, 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 that's great. Well, we wish you the very best. So I just want to thank you for sharing, you know, your what your ministry is and some things about your personal life here with the leaders of, of churches in Northeast Ohio here. Thank you very much. We're glad to have you a part of the Cares Fellowship. Thank you, Ron. Have a good day. 